to The Grudge. I am Dan Nichols, and I am joined by Brian Giddy Sanchez. Hey, what's going on, guys? And I am also joined by Tim Meh Wesley. Oh, never more an accurate statement. Uh-huh. No, I felt like I was going to go truthful on this one. Okay? Yeah. So, we have, again, as we did last week, we've, we kind of already covered, you know, in blips this topic that we want to talk about today. But it's something that is important enough and it's a discussion to be had in its entirety. And that is the four-door muscle car, the four-door V8. Why, why is it dying? You know, we've got, here in the States, we got one domestic. We have two European. I, I or no, I'm sorry, th- three European. So... Uh, domestic, we have the Dodge Charger. That's it. We have Mercedes, Beamer, and uh, Jaguar that give us a V8 option in their four doors. Yep. Uh, Japan hasn't given us anything, but they have their own over there. Uh, I don't we have one. I don't think we'd want any of the ones that they have. <laughs> I don't know. I would totally get down on a crown, dude. Well, you know what? I don't know because we don't get them here. So yeah. we, I don't even. I can't they just do the hold research. out the best shit for themselves. The one UZ, but that one UZ is a fantastic power. Point. That cost you got to think about that cost. A, a crown is going to be like upper tier Mercedes cost. Then give me an athlete, something like that. Okay, just put in, just let me have this, Tim. So, <laughs> look, I've said it on almost every episode and every episode that I remember to. I miss the Chevy SS. And Tim, what is your take on why it failed and how they could have made it better? It was marketed poor, more poor than any other Chevy vehicle. No, any other ever. car ever. Yeah. And what yeah. should they have done instead of the badge? Uh, rip the bow tie off and just drop SSs everywhere. There you go. Done. The end. It could have been great. It was its name. Like, Literally what its name was. This moniker of SS has been with us since the 60s for Super Sport. Exactly. Which was ripped off from Italy. But we ripped it off and we did it better. And, and <laughs> we kind of did because that's, like that's right. Because GM across the world, SS meant the biggest, the baddest, the fastest that that car, that model had. The end. Except for the SSR. So <laughs> let's not let's we talked about that. That's another episode. <clears throat> that, that, that was another episode months ago. We'd like to pretend that that never happened, even though it had an LS. The only LS car in existence that I hate, okay? <laughs> like, I don't get... Mm. Anyways, back in the 60s, and really the, begin, uh, the tail end of the 50s, um, the muscle car race was coming, and you could see this by... You know, these two-door coupes, not necessarily sports cars, but two-door coupes were getting burly, hairy-chested V8s that guzzled gas at gallons a mile. You, you quantified it by, I get five miles, or no, I'm sorry, five gallons to the mile, okay? It, like, that's what it was. Um, you had big blocks that were starting and big block wasn't net just now like, Oh, well it gives a little bit more power. No big blocks meant that you were picking hoisting nose and going down the dragway. But people started having kids and now they needed four doors. So 
what the American market automotive makers did is they started making big, hairy-chested V8 four doors. Now, they didn't have the SS moniker in GM. They didn't have the road and track from Mopar. They didn't have whatever Ford had. Um, they just had, I mean, the Ford Falcon, which the Mustang was built off of, was a four-door. Uh, you had the Chevelle Malibu, which was a four-door, and it was all the plush, uh, nice stuff inside. And you didn't get the 289, you got the 350. You couldn't get the 454, but you could get the 350, which was the better engine than what was the base model. And even below that, the Slant 6, which was in some of the smaller Impalas and such, or the Biscaynes. Uh, <clears throat> the only muscle car on the face of the planet in the... Well, okay. The only muscle car in the United States that sells for higher when it's a four-door, is the 1967 Impala. The reason for this is, is a little show called Supernatural. They drive a 67 Impala that is a four-door. <laughs> that car had a 289. But what they don't go into on the show is that the 289 was the base engine. You could get the 350, which was obviously more powerful, more cubes. That's what we knew how to do back in the day. Shove more cubes underneath the hood and more power will just happen. That's what we did. We didn't take weight out. We put power in. And I applaud that. <laughs> I really do. I mean, it is one way of going about it. It certainly it's, is. You know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I stand by Dan's point in this and the fact that I like cars with carpet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I do too. Sound deadening. Fan. Yeah. No, I just... I do, it, race I, cars have their place. It's just... I don't want a street race car. No. But... You don't necessarily need to have a streetcar that's boring. You don't. You can still have fun. And look, with cylinder cutoff, with the leaps and bounds that we've made in technology, you can make a V8 somewhat efficient on the miles per gallon. The Chevy SS had cylinder cutoff. The uh, Charger has cylinder cutoff and an option that runs the engine way freaking lean when it's cruising. So it sips gas, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So there's, why is it that we as Americans don't give a shit about a V8 four-door? Partially because nobody cares about a four-door anymore. Ford doesn't, neither does Chevy. So... I think it's, it really stems from the fact that a four-door doesn't need to be big anymore, right? Correct. You can fit a lot of cabin space in a much smaller footprint, and I think that's where it's headed. And you, it's in that where, because it's a smaller footprint to begin with, you don't need an enormous engine to pull it or push it. In most cases, pull it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the reason we don't get them. You know, you still have the standouts. You still have the Charger... You still have the Charger. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, yeah, sorry, Chevy. Nope. The SS. Like the, the the thing that had popped into my head was the was the CTS, but we don't have the four door. CTS we have the CTS. Like, we have with, the four door. We don't have it with a V. Like, it doesn't come the with a CTS V anymore. Is dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's a CT. It's CTS. Yes. Yeah. But they do give you a turbocharged six cylinder option. Thanks for setting that trend off, Ford. Yeah, okay. fuckers. I got one. What? 
Panamera. Oh, okay. So the Germans yeah. he, he came to the game too, and you can actually a hundred thousand dollars. Nah, dude, you get a. It probably won't be the V8, but you can get one for like thirty-five. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> We're talking about V8s, Tim. I know. So, <clears throat> hundred. But V8 one's probably hundred grand. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, because Porsche is very proud of their V8s, as they should be. Um, they're low displacement V8s, but they strap turbos on them, and Chevy's. I appreciate that. Yeah, they strap turbos on them, and they'll burn the doors off of most of yeah. the four-door Chevys there, Dan. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, yeah, all of the four-door Chevys, because none of them have a V8. I know. Case in point. I, I don't know why you got to... Lawyer. Why do you have to paint me in this Lawyered. way? Lawyered. Why do you paint me in this way, Tim? Yeah, it's what we do. Yeah. Just look. So you mentioned you mentioned Japan, like we don't really get a ton of them, and that's fine. Yeah, Any I mean we got a few back in the day. Uh, Lexus, actually, we, they we were do get a Lexus four-door V8. We do get one of those, but oh, it's yeah. like the, it's like the seventy-five thousand, eighty thousand dollar car. It's even, like the big like LS. But I don't even think you can get those right now. Like I don't know if that's in the lineup. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's, I honestly don't. Because like I'm considering standby. It, well, I'm considering it right now, the reason being that Lexus, at its core, has made a big push away from the luxury, necessarily, with, like, the RCF and shit. So, like... Oh, shit. The ISF. Do they still make that? They might. Because that was a V8. It was a 5.0. It was a V8. And it, it sounds fucking mean as shit. But I'm thinking of, like, the ES series, the uh, SC series, the 400, right? Those had the the one UZs, Toyota V8, which is sick. But uh, you didn't mention two, and that's kind of interesting. Is uh, Kia does make a V8 four door? It is the K900 luxury. Oh shit! I forgot about it. The Koreans coming hard, and actually, that car has the same power plant as the Genesis. Yep, and that was the next one I was going to bring up. Yep, is the Genesis G90. 5.0 Unlimited. There you go. And their 5.0s put out more... Yeah. The 5.0s put out they more They need power. some work on that. But to be honest with you, yeah. if, if the names are the worst part of the vehicles... I, I mean, can live with it. It's not... You know. Yeah. I mean... There's a little work in that area. But and they're it, doing so, good stuff. So Lexus, throughout their four-door car line, does actually offer a V8 option in all of them. No bullshit. So, RCF? Who is that, Lexus? Yep. You can get the ISF. Nope, you can't get it in the ES, but you can get the GSF. And you can get the LS, which is just a V8. Um, hmm. You can get the RCF, which is a two-door. And then the LC, which is just pointless. Why would you ever get that? Um, yeah. So, look. I you, like the way it looks. I'll give it that. Yeah. I really don't. The LC? So, yeah. I, I really kind of like don't. it. I just, I don't like the grill. They're, I'll give you that. The grill is the least. It's the hourglass thing, man. Yeah. I, I like don't it. so much hate the grill of the LC. The back looks put together haphazardly. It just looks like a whole, it looks like this amalgamation of shapes that they somehow just squished together. I don't know. For me, it works for me. But in all honesty, like we're talking about the LC, um, I think that's the main reason why you're not getting giant V8s in four-door cars anymore is for cars like that. Um, I think 
the hatchback is becoming the more like sought sought after is the wrong word. The more common four door family car that you're seeing, and there are starting to be tons of four door like hatchbacks like that that are super fun. Like they're getting much better. I think, in my opinion, I'm going to say something you're not going to like this. I think it's time for America to embrace the hatchback in a way it's never has. I, I'm I'm like, behind that one. If you want four door cars that are fun to drive, that's going to be the future of it. Brian. I completely agree with you. Ooh, wow. wow. So insert, yeah. Holy insert shit. Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> um, here's the deal. As much as I love a fire-breathing V8 rear-wheel drive, I love it more than many, many, many things in the car world. I do love a hot hatch. I do. Not necessary. Not that one, but uh, not the one that he Tim just, is showing right he now. He just pulled up. A- <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just I, gonna I, listen, Will. Yeah, I pulled up. I pulled up a picture. I showed it to the guys. Yeah. Uh, I pulled up a picture of the CT two hundred H. Yeah, I'm not one a fan of the, the, the H. You know the problem that yes. Yeah, that's the problem. Do, hybrid. Do you want to know what this is? It's a Corolla. No, it's a Prius. Yeah, that's the hybrid. It, oh no, yeah, it, that it is, is a Prius. It's a reskin Prius. It is a reskin Prius. I kind of like the way it looks. I so like, I okay. Now you can it, get the fuck it on out. Kind of works for. Him. I'm not saying it's the best look, looking car ever. Look at this one, but without the, I actually prefer yeah. the older style. And it, I, I agree. The older style that doesn't have the hourglass uh, like front end. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. And the thing is, is what Lexus forgot. I was <laughs> Did you really? Did I, know, I was like researching. I was like, oh, no, I don't want this again. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. for real. And he went and took a really hot shower because you felt violated by A little bit, dude. Yeah. A little bit. So There's a dude on YouTube that I bought watching. Like, he owns one. And, like, it's his daily. And I was like, oh, if Mickey's got one, yeah. I could t- I could totally see myself in one. And I really wanted, like, Lexus. Mm. And then I looked it up. And I was like, no, I'm good. So, it, if the V8 is going to to fall out of what the world wants. Because here's the thing. Our kindred spirits in the Southern Hemisphere that are getting head rushes from being upside down, the Australians, they were our last bastion. That's where we were getting our four-door GM V8s. The Pontiac G8, that was a Holden Commodore. Mm -hmm. The Chevy SS, that was a Holden Commodore. And it was a a symbiotic relationship um, come the late 90s and straight on until about two years ago because they were making these badass four-door V8 cars and then they were getting the engines from GM in the US, LS, and LS-based engines and then sticking them into their cars over in Australia. So we were getting some of them rebadged as Chevy, rebadged as Pontiac, and we were getting the what we all missed. And Chevy, the GM has come out and said, look, we tried, but nobody wanted one. <clears throat> when I realized that that car existed, it was a year and a half after it debuted. Because I didn't know it freaking existed. So I went up to the dealership to fucking drive one. Because I was like, this is awesome. They didn't have them on the lot. So you're not selling any of them. But you don't have any to just show people? 
So, and now I thought about this the other day because we kept on saying that the SS didn't survive because they didn't put a marketing plan together, which is true. They didn't sell many because they didn't make it look aggressive enough, which is possibly true. They didn't have them in the showroom. They weren't making them in number. Cost so, has something to do with that too. I'm, I'm sure it does. Can I begin to tell you how much I don't give a shit? I mean, for the average person that is that has this amount of money to just fucking drop on a car, I, I would probably go other places myself as well. I would have as well. Um, do you want to know what the cost was? What? 50. Yeah. How much is it for an RT charger? That was as kitted as the SS. I wouldn't get a charger about either. The same, about the same. There are plenty of people rolling around in that. You know what I'd get instead? What? A 5 Series. That's, I'm about to say, that's where I would go. I would go to BMW with that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm just saying, like, because, like, if you throw a little bit extra money at that, you take that 50, bounce it a little bit higher, you get an M5 that's a V10. Well, okay, look, I do like the V10, oh. M- V10 M5, but uh, we haven't had that since, like, oh, wait. Because they went to V8s. Just saying. Just, I mean, I would love the V10. Have you ever heard an M5 just scream? Yep. It's so good. It's, it's I, Look, there are tons of people out there that feel the way about V10s that I feel about V6s. Like, they're just, ew, it sounds terrible. Like, it, people hate the way that the Viper sounds. I love the way the Viper sounds. I Here's love you. the way that the BMW M5 sounded when it had the V10. Yeah, the R8. I love that. Yeah. The V10 variant of that. Yes. Oh, sounds the, so good. The Huracan, the Gallardo, all of those. I, I, I cannot, not saying that's not out there, but I cannot think of a V10 that has ever existed that I didn't like the way that sounded. The end. And then again, I can't think of a V8 that has ever existed that I didn't like the sound of it. Even if it was a flat plane crank and didn't have a burble. Even throat. my brother's obnoxious Dodge uh, you, you know what? In its own way, <laughs> that thing was awesome. That thing sounded gross, you man. Could, you could, you <laughs> could hear, yeah, you could hear that thing from two miles away on a quiet night. It was, it was, it was obnoxious. Oh my God, it was a Flowmaster Eagle two series exhaust, single in, dual out, two down pipes, just, just after the main cab to make it legal, underneath the bed of a truck. It resonated so loud. It was, it was quite loud. And it was the 5.9 LA uh, Magnum V8. So, um, yeah, it was a, that, that engine by itself is a loud engine. That engine with a Flowmaster on it is a loud engine. That engine with downpipes on a Flowmaster, obnoxious. It was very obnoxious. It was, it was, it was obnoxious. obnoxious, but it didn't sound bad. Now, okay, let me, let me specify. Any healthy V8. I'll give you that. <laughs> because how many of those mullet wagons have you driven by and it's running on a solid five cylinders and it's just like, dude, what is going on? <laughs> Uh, you know, so that's my many, goal. many, <laughs> many. <laughs> what's going on? Many things, yeah. a great many things. So look, let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. 
and then just let's all just agree that the V8 four-door, it needs to be the only four-door option. I want to kind of counterbalance that. <laughs> Until um, next time, just, I... We're going to take a quick pause there, guy. So we mentioned... Until next time. We mentioned I, Kia as a V8 and something that I yeah. wouldn't have. I would totally have that. Have you sat in one of those? I have. It's awesome. I think we need to talk about the Stinger. I do like and the it's, Stinger. it's multiple different engine packages. Fine. Whatever, Tim. Well, the floor's yours. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, you're saying every, every four-door needs to be a V8. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's a straight six. Um, in my no, it's a V6. Is it a V6? Is it in my preferred version? Okay. Yeah, they don't have inline. The only inline is the inline four, mm. which I would still have. I'd probably still have it too because all of them are turbocharged. Right. But uh, boost snail for the win, for sure. Mm. But it's in that where, given that that is a current setup, that's something you could get for around the same price as what the SS initially was released at. That's another direction I'd take, and it's not a V eight. The thing is, I, is I would remove cylinders. <laughs> when, yeah. I, when I went with the, the 5 Series, I, was, I wasn't trying to remove cylinders. Well. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, is between the SS and the Stinger, that would be a tough decision for me if I were to make it, but I know that I would still go with the SS. That's insane. I think yeah. you're lying. I think you're lying too. Literally, I think you've built so the long. SS up in your head so much. And you have become so attached to what this thing could have been. Yes. I hear you sing the praises of the Stinger on a weekly basis. Yeah. Like, hmm. and and I know how much you, you love that show car. Dan I a do. Picture, a picture of the SS. Mm. And you're, you're telling me that you'd rather drive that <sighs> yes. than the Stinger. Yes. You are so fucking weird. That one has the camshaft in the middle of the engine block like God intended. <laughs> you're a strange individual, man. Probably still get burned by a stinger. Probably. Not mine. Just saying. I'd take that one that has the busted up front face. To yes. me, it looks, it looks like a Pontiac G8. Well, that it does. That's, that's what it's, it was. I know. It was a Commodore. Right. But the thing is, is the Commodores looked better than what we got in both variants that we received. Do you know how easy it would be to get a bumper for a couple hundred bucks sent over here? Uh, not as so like it's it's not always just the bumper though, man. Because like I was looking at a, I know for a fact because I shot on the SS. It's a bumper. I was looking at anyway. um, vibes, or skies. Yeah. To see what it'd take to make it a, an Opal GT. Yeah. Impossible. No. Yes. Well, because the Opal GT had a different front fascia altogether. Exactly. The SS. And the G8 were badge engineering only. The front bumpers were different. The hoods were the same. The quarter panels were the same. The headlights and taillights are the same. For the G8, are you sure? Those Positive. Were like pointy Pontiac yep. headlights. They were pointy Pontiac headlights and they were pointy holding headlights. So there's like other kind of vehicles that I would also say that... <clears throat> Go ahead. Fight against that? <laughs> no, no, no. So look... I, I just thought it was funny because I wanted to kind of put this out there. At one point in time in America, you could buy two different Commodores. The four-door was the current 
Commodore. Yep. The GTO was the previous generation Commodore. Yep. We only got it in a two-door, but they had a four-door over there. Just putting it out there. It's kind of funny. Like, we were buying, like, I'm sure that they were laughing at us. They had to have been they laughing had to at have us. Been. Had to have been laughing at us going, why are you still buying that? <laughs> like, we got the new one. You have the new one. What are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, I was a big fan of the GTO when it came back. I am, too. It's a brand loyalty thing. It's, it's a name recognition yeah. thing. Well, and here's like, the thing. And I think that's where your obsession with this SS comes in. The like. SS came with the 6.0 option. So did the GTO, and so did the G8s. That 6.0 was reserved for Corvette at the time. That is the only car that it came on before the GTO. And since the GTO went away, the only engine, or the only car that you could get that engine in was the Corvette and the Camaro when they came out with the ZL1 and the Supercharger and all that jazz. But it was reserved for the high brow, the high tier of the Speed Demon two doors. And then the SS came out and you can get the 6.0 and a four door that was completely unassuming. That ticks every single box for me. I don't, look, I have been pulled over way too many times in my bright blue Japanese Subaru. Sure. I would love to have something that is completely unassuming. A little Just bit of a sleeper, sure. A little bit? A lot of it. There's a lot of it of a sleeper. And you know what? You still can pick one up. Not new, but go to your police auto auctions and look for the Caprice. Because that was basically cool. the same car, just a little bit smaller. It'd be kind of cool. Dude, I, no shit. Uh, last episode, we talked a lot about like looking at, like trying to shop online for used cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a, a Taurus Interceptor. Oh, yeah. For 24 that is a V8. Oh, wait, no. Uh, EcoBoost. Doesn't matter. Still makes 500 horsepower. Don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all-wheel drive. It is all-wheel drive. And you know why it's, uh, for me as a dad, and this is how I know I'm a dad, like not just because I have children, but like the mindset of dad, is I would prefer, oh, that, I would prefer that over the regular tours, uh, Taurus. Of course. Because the back doors on the police interceptor open wider to get people in and out. And for kids, that's wonderful. I just wouldn't buy a Taurus unless it was an Interceptor. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, that that's... The SHO was the same car. Yeah. However, I agree with you. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Like you, you could buy it brand new. It just wasn't the Interceptor. That's the second time in this episode you've agreed with us. It's, it's weird so and uncomfortable. Weird. What is happening? I'm trying to make you feel uncomfortable. It's working. working. <laughs> it's working very well. So, I want to touch on this point. So, going back to the Australians, the Australians are actually feeling our pain now. Um, Ford is going away from their, uh, what they call Utes, which is basically like a, it, it's what we would know as the Ranchero or El Camino, that sort of car to cruck. Truck, cruck. Um, they're going away from the big throaty V8s and those as well. They had the Ford Falcon, which had many different variants. It had the Ute, is what they call it. They have the sedan, yada, yada. They're going away from the V8s there and going with EcoBoost. When you go over to Holden, our new Buick Regal or LaCrosse or whatever, that's the Commodore, which only comes with a V6 option. But... In true Aussie fashion, uh, 
so there was a the reason why this happened is because there was a new CEO that came in. There was a new CEO that came in and um he was the one that made the decision that uh they didn't need to have the V8 and the Commodore. They could go with an a the um Opal V6 front-wheel drive. They could do that, and they could sell a lot of those in Australia. Sales tanked. People were in an uproar that those went away. And there's talks now that he's getting the boot and that the next variant of the Commodore will be a rear-wheel drive V8. And that's good. And I appreciate you Aussies fighting it and fighting it hard because apparently us Americans can't look up from our fucking iPhones and say, hey, you know what? GM, we'd really like the SS back. Fuckers. But we can look to feet of all companies to say, you know what? Americans deserve a big, throaty V8, hairy-chested four-door sedan. I don't want to. I'm all. He's telling me to get closer to the mic, but he <laughs> got mad. You like leaned back in your chair, and you yeah, were like, because it. It gave it gave me the vapors. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Dan a shiny object, Fiat 500 with a rear mount Hellcat engine. Fuck yes! See, That'd Fiat, be dope. make it happen. What's the name of the CEO? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Do it. You um, have you have the elephant, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh my god! You have the elephant. It's gotta uh, be something crate engine. It's gotta already. be something smaller. <laughs> the elephant will. Well, that's the Hellcat. It'll plane. it'll crumple the car. <laughs> that dude. They look. They have the power of Fiat Corporation America behind them. Yeah. They can make it work, and I believe in you. Make it happen. You, got, you already got the, uh, the number 500 in the title. Give it it under the hood. <laughs> Give it 500. Oh, my God. That'd be so and awesome. If you need you don't, you don't need to de-stroke. Absolutely need, not. If you need to you know, tighten up the bores a little bit, that's fine. 500 horsepower. And you know what? Aim for 500 kilograms. As far as like weight for the car goes, because 500 pounds just isn't reasonable, but make it the Fiat 500, 500, 500, 500. Yeah. or 1500. There you go. Fiat 1500. Just add them shits up. See what I said? I was giving Dan a shiny object. Guys, he just lit up. If we ever, <laughs> like if we Christmas ever, morning, though, he's if we could so excited right now. Ever, if we could ever monetize this shit, we need to build it. That? Yes. I mean, I'd be down. Cool. <laughs> we might have to go with like a 500L, like one of the like bigger ones, you know? Yeah, it'd have to be. And then we just strip out every 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 little itty bitty like amount of weight. Center mount seat. <laughs> he said center mount seat, and his eyes lit up. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, well, where else would you go? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Needed to get that you, in there. You've got intercoolers. You've got radiator pipes. Like, you kind of have to. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Hey, Fiat, I got ideas. <laughs> Come and talk to me. Look, you got all the tooling. You got... Okay, look. This is supposed to be about V8, rear-wheel drive, four doors. 500 all has four doors. <laughs> it does. Yeah. See, we're on point. We are on point. But I want to also point... Some, I want I want to kind of wrap this up in a bow. Okay. So back in the 60s and 70s, 80s, and even 90s, 
if you needed big power, you kind of, in America anyways, you were kind of reserved to a V8. You had to. It was kind of the way that you made power, is a big, hairy-chested V8. Nowadays, there are more options. Turbo, supercharger, and even just head design and technology has come so far that out of little 2.5 liters, you can squeeze out 400 horsepower with minor modification and then sometimes from the factory. So, and I think I might be answering my own question here of maybe that's why it's going away. It absolutely is. But when you have V8s out there that are making 707 horsepower, I would really, really love Ford to try to squeeze that out of an EcoBoost. But until next time, I am Dan Nichols. I'm Brian Sanchez. And I'm Tim Wesley. I hate Ford and get out of my garage.